So today we're going to be talking about using active and passive voice. I read an interesting post this morning about active and passive voice. The dilemma the technical writer was having was that she was writing standard operating procedures and wanted to use active voice, but the engineer, who happened to be the subject matter expert, was opposed to this use. Why? Seems that for some reason the engineer had it in his head that passive voice is always preferable to active, no ifs, ands, or buts. So instead of writing perform the maintenance, as in you perform the maintenance, which is clearly active, the engineer was insisting that it be written as the maintenance should be performed, clearly passive, as there's no actor. And this is problematic, as it didn't indicate who should be doing the maintenance. Active voice should be used when it's important to emphasize the actor, while passive should be used when it's important to emphasize the action. Clearly, when one is writing standard operating procedures, active voice is preferable. We should also remember that active and passive voice do not have anything to do with tense. A lot of people think that if you use past tense, that's, that's passive voice. That is not true. You, we should use active when a particular action is required of someone or when the user or a writer is expected to complete a particular action. Use passive when it's less important who or what completed the action and more important that the action was completed. For instance, I can write, I blew up the lab. Clearly, I want to show that I'm responsible, which is active voice. Or I can write the lab blew up, which is passive voice, showing that it's unimportant or unknown who blew up the lab. The point really here is to remember that using active or passive voice should be a conscious choice that writers make depending on the situation and what should be emphasized and or de-emphasized in the document. So remember, use active when you want to emphasize the actor. And remember, an actor doesn't have to be a person. It can also be a thing. And we use passive when we want to emphasize the action, when it's unimportant who or what completed the action. See you next time. Into a noun. Doing this not only adds unnecessary words to the sentence, but lessens the impact of the writing. Some of our favorite examples of this are dependent upon instead of depends on, take into consideration rather than consider, and have an effect on rather than simply affect. Unlike pretentious diction, which we discuss in, another le in, in our February newsletter, not using the real verb is problematic because it increases the number of words in a sentence, thereby making the reader work harder to understand the text. It makes the writing less emphatic because the verb, which indicates the action of the sentence, is de-emphasized, and finally creates imprecision in a document. One way to figure out if you're guilty of changing verbs into nouns is to see if the sentence contains two verbs. If it does, you've probably changed the verb into the noun.